Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating episode number 83. So today we're going to be talking about self-compassion, which is totally one of my favorite concepts and tools that I have learned in the last few years. It's really made a massive difference to my life. But before we get to that, best bite I had this week on the weekend for brunch. So my Irishman was cooking pizza for the boys in the wood-fired oven, so it was great. And I roasted some halloumi in the wood-fired oven, so I cut it up into small dice. So it just went all crispy and brown on the outside. Then I had it with um, a cabbage hash. So like just chopped up cabbage, cooked down with some oil and some poached eggs and a glass of Chardonnay. And it was amazing. And if you want to check out the recipe for that, it's actually in my app, which is Stone Soup Six Ingredient Dinners. So there's an Android and an iOS version. So if you just search on the app store, you can find it. Definitely worth checking out. But anyway, I digress. Today, we're talking about self-compassion. So plan for today is just sort of, I'll share the story behind this. Then we'll talk about what is self-compassion and why self-compassion is actually a superpower. And then I'm going to actually talk you through like how to practice self-compassion and then got a bonus story to share with you. Story behind self-compassion is this is something I learned a couple of years ago, actually from my sex coach, um, Danielle Savory. And I also, uh, at Danielle's recommendation, I read Kristen Neff's book on self-compassion. So Kristen Neff is a researcher who's written books around this, and she's someone who really has pioneered uh, this concept of self-compassion. And it's been so helpful in my life and I've also like taught it to my students and it's been really helpful for them. So it's like, yeah, I definitely want to share it on the podcast as well. So, um, so what is self-compassion? So basically all it is, is like this, this idea of being kind to yourself, like, so speaking to yourself in a nice voice, but it's like showing yourself that you know, if you think about compassion with others, like just treating yourself in that same way of, you know, being gentle, being kind, it's a lot to do with that, like the tone that you're using with yourself, that you're, you know, encouraging and being understanding rather than berating yourself or being hard, hard on yourself. So that's like what it is. It's really like this kind of inner dialogue that we have and choosing to be kind to ourselves is the best way to explain it. So why does this matter? Like, why is being self-compassionate a superpower? So first of all, of course, it's a much nicer way to live. Like, if you have that relationship with yourself where you're being kind to yourself, like, it's so much nicer than, like, being, like, a bully or a mean person or someone who's really hard on themselves. It's so much nicer to live in a self-compassionate way. And I know, like, I've spent a lot of time being hard on myself, and this is so much better. Um, And the other cool thing that I've really noticed with self-compassion is that when we're able to be compassionate and understanding of ourselves and our shortcomings and, you know, not give ourselves a really hard time, it also, like, when I do that with myself, I feel really connected to my humanity. Like, I feel really connected to being human and being part of my humanity. Like, I find that the more I practice self-compassion, the easier it is to be compassionate with other people as well. So be understanding, particularly as a parent, as a wife, like all those other roles, like it builds that compassion muscle. So it makes me feel more connected to humans and I'm just more patient, more tolerant of other people as well. 
probably the biggest reason why self-compassion is so helpful is that it just, it removes so much needless suffering from life. Like life's hard enough as it is. And then, you know, something will happen that's bad that we need to deal with. And then rather than just having that, like um, my marketing coach, business coach calls it like the clean pain of just dealing with the disappointment or the failure or the, you know, anger or whatever it is that's coming up. If we're not self-compassionate, then we judge ourselves for feeling those feelings and we add this extra layer of dirty pain of like, you know, where we're beating ourselves up and giving ourselves a hard time. So like that adds this extra layer of suffering to our experience that totally is optional and totally doesn't serve any purpose and totally doesn't need to be there. So I love that how like being self-compassionate helps us just experience the disappointment, the shame, whatever the primary emotion is without all this extra suffering. Um, so it just, it makes it much easier to actually go there and be open to feeling whatever it is that we're feeling because we, we, we're being kind to ourselves about it. So it just, yeah, simplifies the suffering basically. And then the final reason why I see it as a superpower is that it's really way more motivating to change. So if we're like I used to think that being tough on myself, being hard on myself was actually, it was a gift. Like I was good to have high standards and, you know, it was, it was helping me. But in actual fact, now I've experienced living in both ways. I find that when I'm self-compassionate and I'm kind to myself, it's actually way more motivating to change because, and it makes it much less scary to try things and to change because now, like if I try something new, I know that I'm going to have my own back. I know I'm going to be kind to myself regardless of the results. So yeah, of course, like I can be disappointed if I don't achieve what it is that I'm trying to achieve. But I also, it's not as bad because I'm not being mean to myself when I do experience disappointment or failure. So it just, it makes it more motivating to change and it makes it easier to try things because we're not so afraid of failure. So it kind of removes a bit of the fear of failure as well. There's so many layers to self-compassion and so many reasons to do it, for sure. And so how do we actually go about being more self-compassionate? How do we do it? And the first thing is just to start noticing, like just start tuning into the conversations and those internal thoughts. Like we talk a lot about self-talk, tuning into that self-talk that you have in the, like at any moment and just noticing like, what's the tone? Am I being like, you know, is it, is it kind? Is it supportive? Or is it like tearing myself down? Is it like being super critical? So first step is to notice what's what the voice is. And then you don't want to like shame yourself for being hard on yourself. Like to add, like what we want to do is just notice it, what's going on. Like notice that that voice is there and notice what we're feeling. And then I put my hand on my heart usually. And that's something that Daniel, like my sex coach, she said that she she does. And I find that that's good to just connect, but you don't have to. But I find that that helps ground me and realize, like helps me focus. And then I just like tell myself, like, of course you're feeling disappointed. And it's mad. Like just when I lean into that and I make it okay that I'm feeling whatever it is that I'm feeling, so much easier. Like it just, it's kind of like this magic thing of like, of course you're feeling frustrated. Of course you're feeling overwhelmed. Like you've got all this stuff on. And just that phrase of like, of course, this is, you're experiencing this rather than criticizing myself for experiencing whatever it is I'm experiencing. That helps me 
drop into this place of self-compassion and feeling okay about whatever it is that's that I'm not feeling okay about. And it, yeah, so that's really in a nutshell, let's see it. It's just noticing if you want putting your hand on your heart, but you don't have to do that. And then just tuning into the thoughts of like, yeah, of course you want to criticize yourself or of course you want to, like, of course this is disappointing. Of course this is overwhelming. Of course this is terrifying, like whatever it is. And just have that conversation with yourself where you're being kind to yourself. And that's really, that's it in a nutshell, self-compassion. That phrase, of course, <laughs> it's changed my life. So I know it may, may seem like a small thing, but seriously, it's quantum. <laughs> it's, it really makes a huge, huge difference. So that's how we go about doing, like practicing self-compassion. So I hope you're all ready to experiment with that. But before we go today, I just thought I'd share a really lovely story, like an email I got from one of my um, past members of the naturally healthy club or someone who's just finishing up with the naturally healthy club. And so she wrote 23rd of January, 2022, I weighed 196 pounds. This morning um, on our recently acquired Wi-Fi scale recorded my weight at 176 pounds. I never knew weighing myself could be so easy. And after all these months of doing it every day, the number really has lost its power over me. When I had my coaching call with you several months ago, um, many things were beginning to shift from within. And even though the scale hadn't moved, anyway, I knew what I needed to do. So I thank you for all that I've learned as a member of the Naturally Healthy Club. I'm also so thankful for all the resources you've shared. They've had a profound impact on my life. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to mention, I'm not sure, can't remember when I did coach with that person. So that weight that they've lost, they kind of were at the, that 196 for a long time. And then it's only in the last few months that they have made that progress and actually lost that 20 pounds. Um, so yeah, she said, I think, thank you for all I've learned as a member of the Naturally Healthy Club. I'm also thankful for all the resources you shared. It's had a profound impact on my life. Then she said, I used BJ Fogg's Tiny Habits, which was recommended by another Naturally Healthy Club member to help me finally slow down when eating and give my body, give myself a chance to listen to my body. So the following tiny habit is now a part of me, thanks to BJ Fogg's program. So she said like, after I take a bite of food or a sip of, or two of a beverage, I will pause. I'll put down my beverage and or food and utensils and, and I'll choose thoroughly and slowly and or swallow and then repeat. <laughs> and then she said, practicing and celebrating this habit helps me to maximize the pleasure of eating. So she's enjoying her food more and to listen to my body, two of your naturally healthy club guidelines. I look forward to continuing all that I've put, I've learned um, into daily practice. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Blessings and joy to you and yours. So yeah, I loved getting this and just wanted to celebrate this because it really can be that simple of just focusing on one key habit or two key habits here, like weighing herself every day and then slowing down, pausing and like listening to her body, like so, so powerful and so good. So yes, that's it for today. So um, key takeaway is if you'd like to change your relationship with yourself and become more self-compassionate and with food so that you can lose weight without all the struggle, then I'd love you to join the Naturally Healthy Club. So it's my six-month coaching group, which gives you a personalized, simple, doable process. So you change your relationship with food, which means that you enjoy eating well automatically and you feel good in your clothes. So for more details, just check out the link in the show note, uh, the, the show notes, the 
Yes, in the show notes. <laughs> okay, it's really fun and I'd love to welcome you in. Okay, have a beautiful week and I would catch you next week. Okay, bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.